Books, Brews, and Besties. I'm Kaylee. I'm Jenny. And we have our brew. Do you? (laughs) All right. So we have today Lee Mascolino. Thank you for joining us. She is a first-time author and a mom of two little girls. She lives in Columbus, Ohio with her husband and family. She works as the Director of Career Connection at Ohio Wesleyan University and enjoys mentoring, supervising, and coaching others to reach their full potential. She also has a coaching practice helping women to gain confidence and clarity in their career pursuits. When Lee is not working or writing, she loves being active, traveling, skiing, and spending quality time with her family and friends. You're doing all the things. Yeah, thank you. It's been a it's been a fun but busy time and it was great to um to finally finish this book before kid number 2. That was really big. <laughs> I bet. So speaking of which, go ahead and tell us all about the gin entrapment, just a summary of the story, the characters, and then we'll go into our questions for you. That sounds great. So the gin entrapment is a story about um, a girl named Melody who sees these creatures and she doesn't really know what they are. She witnesses um, her mom dying at the start of the book and just kind of lives with this fear with these unknown abilities. And then over time, she um, years later is in New York with her friends and suddenly these creatures find her and she comes face to face with them. She has to determine, okay, who are the good guys? Who are the bad guys? Who can I trust? And really push herself to do more than she ever thought she could. So it's a story about genies. So that's what the creatures are. You find that out pretty soon into the book. But she doesn't know that. These genies um, end up being a really interesting um, character, a really interesting kind of being to explore. Uh, I hadn't read very many books on that. So it was really fun to get into that lore. They, They ask her to entrap a genie and harness its powers as her own. And there's a love story. There's a lot of adventure and a lot of suspense in the book as well. My um, daughter is in the back. So if you hear her, she's (laughs) back there. (laughs) She's putting her commentary in about the book too. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, the first question I have for you, I was reading, you know, all about you on your website and everything. And this book was a 20 year journey. Mm -hmm. So what did that look like for you? And then what inspired you to finally just be like, you know what, I'm doing it, I'm going to go ahead and finish it and publish it? Yeah, so it was a 20 year journey. I started this book in high school. It was something that really resonated with me every year in like middle school, I'd write a different story. And so this was kind of one of those. And then I have an identical twin sister. And she and I did a senior project together where we wrote the book. I realized from doing that, that I'm like, eh, being a full-time writer isn't for me, but this is something that I would one day like to finish. And then of course you go to college, life gets busy, years pass. So it wasn't like the full 20 years were spent writing this, but it was something that every so often I go back and revisit and tinker with, and then get life would get busy again. And so I basically had done that for a long time. And then in 2015, I decided to participate in something called NaNoWriMo, so National November Writing Month, and really wrote out the full story closer to the version that it is now. And then more years passed. Anyway, before (laughs) I decided just one day, I'm like, I'm going to do this. We're going to finish it. And I hired an editor and that's what really propelled me forward was working with an editor who was able to read the whole book and be like, all right, do you want to write, do you want this book to be finished 
or do you want this book to be good? And I'm like, uh, I want this book to be good. And she's like, then you're going to have to rewrite it. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So I remember spending a week being like, is this worth it? Is this worth it? And I was like, I just want to do it. And this is like taking a class. It's going to be a learning experience. And so I did, I rewrote about 90% of it. Sorry about that. 90% of it. And it was so great because every time I send my editor a new chapter, she's like, oh my gosh, this is so much better. And you're like, oh good. But you know, (laughs) so it definitely improved. And then as I began showing family and friends, the new version there, they're also like, wow, this is really good. And so there was a lot of momentum there. It took about a year of that rewrite and finishing that. And then I was I got pregnant along the way and was like, this will be done before the baby comes and (laughs) did finish before Lydia came. So that was really good. That would have set my anxiety through the roof. Like just that question, like, do you want it to be finished or good? I would have been like, I know. (laughs) Yeah. I guess though, I mean, if you started writing in high school, then that finished product that you gave the editor was a mix of your high school writing and like the now writing. The writing that I gave to the editor was mostly from 2015. So I kind of rewrote it then. So that was way past high school. But NaNoWriMo, you're supposed to write as much as you possibly can in one month. So my first draft was just, whoa. And then it was a little bit harder to come back and try and edit it and tinker with it. Whereas this rewrite was very methodical. I knew what would happen now better in each chapter And it was really digging more into the characters and making sure that every single line, every single scene was entertaining and gripping. And it wasn't just like superfluous dialogue. And so a lot more critical in this rewrite. (laughs) That sounds like a very stressful journey. I'm glad that you stuck with it, though, and, you know, made sure to finish it. Yeah. I don't know if you're on that. Oh, by the way, how is uh, the background noise? Oh, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, I don't know if you're allowed to say, but mm-hmm. if you can, but is there going to be a book two? So, I mean, that has to be. Yeah. So, book two, that is the plan. So, actually, I recently read the cover and I did on the cover mm-hmm. kind of indicate this is book one of the Embracing Flames series. And so, yes, there will be a book two as long as I write it, which I already have a plan for what it will okay, be. Good. And actually, when I wrote this first book in high school, I did write the second book. I just can't find it. I don't know where oh, it is. No. But it, I know what happens in my head. And um, of course, things are a lot different now than they were then. So I've been mapping out what will happen. I'm really excited because the second book will have like Melody and some of the main characters, but actually it will mostly follow the friend Carrie. And yeah. so Carrie is a character that everyone who read the book when they came back, they're like, I loved Carrie. I felt like there was a lot of people that just really resonated with her. She was a character. I had so much fun writing and I just am really excited about the second book, writing it from her point of view. And at the very end of the book, everything wraps up. So everything's kind of wrapped up in that last chapter. I really tried to look for all the loose ends and tie Mm -hmm. them up. But then in the epilogue, I kind of open it back up. And so in the epilogue, you see, oh, what's this? Mm -hmm. And uh, that's what the second book is about. So it kind of follows Carrie and it follows the little mystery at the end of the book. Then that's what you get to wait and find out more about. (laughs) 
<laughs> that's that's the first thing Jenny said. She's like, okay, my question is about book two. I'm like, well, I was reading all the stuff that Lee sent me, and I'm pretty sure there was a second book that might be planned. So yeah. we definitely had to ask about that. <laughs> Since you originally worked on the book with your sister, do you think your sister has that copy of like what the second book was going to be? Like, was it just like an idea jotted down, or did you guys actually write? the whole second book already. So the second book I just wrote, and that was before we did the senior project where we wrote the first book. And she's definitely been a pivotal part of all of this. Like she's the one that when I would send her a chapter, she'd be like, this is horrible. I'm like, all right. You know, and she would like give it to me straight. And then she would also let me know like, oh, this is really good. But this one scene, I think it needs this. And so she was really good at pinpointing what things would need. I will say that when we did collaborate, there were a lot of positives in how we would work together because we see things a little bit differently and that sometimes helps, but it sometimes yeah. makes it harder. <laughs> so yeah. I felt like having this be my book, but her being a great contributor worked out really well. Oh, I love that. Especially, I totally understand the butting of heads sometimes with yeah. trying to write something with two people. Since you have your daughter in the background. Uh-huh. Um, I love that the main character's name is a blend of your two daughters' names. and yeah. I just kind of wanted to know, since you did that, are there any other personal touches that you put in the book? Like, do any of the other characters have the same, like, personality traits or anything yeah. from other people in your life? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so, actually, the main character's name in the first version of it was Melanie, which is this this daughter, the three-year-old. So, it was Melanie. And I fell in love with the character and the name. And so, then, when Melanie was born, you know, I named her that. But then when I went to go work on my rewrite of the book, I'm like, I just can't get into it with Melanie. It has to be different. Like now I think of my daughter. Yeah. And so I changed it a little bit to Melody. And actually it wasn't until later after Lydia was born that Tom's like, you know, it's a combination of their names. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even intend that. (laughs) You know, because Melanie, Melody, it's pretty similar. And then Lydia. So Tom's like, it's like Melody. And I'm like, oh, my husband, he said that. And uh, I was like, I'll, I'll make that intentional. Sure. Yeah, right. I love it. So that's, that's kind of what happened. And then as far as the characters, I would definitely say I relate very much with Melody, with the main character. I just remember reading a lot of books as a teenager and feeling like they were always, the main character was always someone who was very sassy and really... I don't know. There was like this quintessential female protagonist character in most young adult books. And they're quippy, kind of like Carrie, honestly, a lot like how Carrie was in the the friend in the book. But Melody, I just want a character who was very sweet and thoughtful and kind and some of those things that I tended to not see as much. And she is different from me. Like she is more of an introvert and stuff like that. But she also has like a lot of self-doubt, is very hard on herself. And I just thought that that was something I relate to, especially when I was in high school and something that I don't see enough of in literature are just characters who really confident in certain ways, but also hard on themselves. And you can see that play out. The character Aiden, who's a a big character, there were definitely moments where I thought of my husband as I was writing him because he is always very concerned and protective and, you know, loyal and kind and some of those things. And those are a lot of the ways I think of with my husband. He gets very protective, very concerned and, you know, kind of quirky in those ways. So I definitely 
thought about that as I was writing um, Aiden. And Carrie is almost a mixture of a lot of friends that I have kind of pulling them together. Jamie as well. Zane was just fun to write. I didn't really have anyone in mind for him, but I just had a good time thinking of his character. And he's one of the characters that actually grows the most. So he starts out really the bad guy. And you're just looking at him like, well, he just seems awful. And then as the story goes on, you're like, oh, wait, like he doesn't actually necessarily change personalities or anything like that. But as you understand him more, you're like, oh, he's kind of, I get him now. He's <laughs> sort of fun. So, so that transition happens. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> Do you have a favorite character? If you could only pick one, like if you could meet one, which one would you pick? Oh my gosh, that's really hard. That hard. I mean, I'd probably say Melody. Yeah. She's, you know, the one that I've really invested the most in. And as far as meeting a character, she would be one I would want to meet. We did a, a would you rather, or, or no, what was it? We were talking about what character would you pull out of a world and, or would you rather pull a character out of the world and have them there with uh-huh. you? Or would you rather go into their world with them? Okay. So what is your favorite reading genre? Is it young adult fantasy or is there something else, mixture? So when I was a young adult, I read every young adult book on the shelf. I was constantly reading. I loved reading. I love the idea of being a writer, seeing my book on that shelf as well. And through college, probably sticking with that genre. Let's see, about 10 years ago, I actually started a book club. And so every month I meet with friends and we read different books and everyone gets to choose. And so through that book club, I've read just about everything across the board. I mean, we've read, you know, nonfiction, we've read romance and suspense and thriller and books that are really educational. And I always enjoy, you know, kind of going back to those fantasy romance roots, whether it's young adult or not. And so I will say, though, that I'm reading less of the young adult books. And sometimes that was a little bit tricky, just as I was trying to finish this book in that genre. But yeah, I would say right now, it's any book that's gripping, that's well done. So yeah, um, definitely uh, open to many things. And I still love reading. But now with two kids, it's mostly on audiobook. How difficult it was it, if at all, for uh-huh. you to write about the different dimensions when they're dimension hopping and stuff? And did what you envision in your head, do you feel like it was well put down on paper, like what you saw translated well onto paper? Or is there anything about that and like describing different realms and stuff that you would want ever want to change going into book two? Yeah, that's a great question. Honestly, I was very much... I I don't know. I'd say with the dimensions, it got fleshed out more in this recent rewrite. So originally I hadn't given them as much thought. I was really focused more on the plot, the characters, the journey. And then it was through working with my editor where she's like, okay, like let's make some more things happen in these dimensions. And I was trying to think, you know, if I was a being that could live forever and that was invisible to the creatures on earth, you know, where would I be? And thinking about each character and what kind of resonates with them, it was definitely a lot of fun fleshing out some of those dimensions. I think there's certainly more that I could be yeah. doing, although I don't know if I see them spending as much time in those realms in the next book, just given the nature of what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was really 
mostly fun to think about the the characters, the gin, the magic, how it all kind of came together. So yeah. Yeah. I just, as soon as I started saying all that, I was like, I don't know if I could ever really think that through. So I was just really impressed. Anytime <laughs> I ever read any books with even just regular fantasy where it's just one world that you have to build up. I just think it's so impressive for people yeah. to be able to like envision it and then be able to write that into a book and still have your readers see the same picture that you kind of had in your head. Absolutely. Yeah, I love that you, there's a bit about Brooklyn Pizza and like seeing the Target symbol and uh, Best Buy and everything. And I was just like, this is so, because I think we were just somewhere else and then we came back and I was like, this is really good like grounding to get me back into like the world yes. that we're in but yeah, yeah I, loved it. I loved it it was good and um, actually I was kind of inspired that one um visual I went to a store and we were in like the strip mall where you can see like the faded out logos the closed stores and so I'm like yeah like that's kind of this empty parking lot would be mm-hmm. a perfect place to be alone doing some you know things that they were doing Okay, so my last question is one of uh-huh. one of your questions from your book club question. Um, but if you were able to wish for anything, what would you wish for? Oh, I know. I had fun thinking <laughs> of that question. And I didn't necessarily think about what my answer would be. I love it. It changes every day. And there's so yeah. many things. If I could wish for anything for me, mm-hmm. I would wish to have a perfect memory. So I feel like it would be great to learn things and not forget it, to meet people and not forget their names. Yeah. You know, like there's just so much knowledge that I feel like I'll be like, oh, I read that in a book. What was it again? And you kind of lose it, like learning a foreign language, learning anything. You know, you still have to learn it, but then it sticks. That yeah, would actually you retain it. You actually yeah. like retain it. Like that would be amazing. So I feel like there's so many things like memories. I feel like I love getting pictures and videos of things because if I don't, I just forget it. Yeah. And I try to journal and write things down um, because my memory just always isn't so great. So even just thinking of memories with my kids and other mm-hmm. things like that, to be able to go and revisit them would be pretty cool. That was such a great answer. Amazing. I don't know what I was expecting, but that was not it. And I was like, oh man, yeah, that actually would be amazing. Also, I forget everything. Literally, someone could they could still be standing in front of me and as soon as they say their name, it's gone. Yeah. I know. It's the worst thing. Yeah. And half of my conversations with my husband are like, what were we just talking about? I guess we'll never know. You know? Maybe it'll come back, maybe it won't. And then my last question for you is if you have any advice for aspiring authors that might be in the same place you were, where they've had a story for a really long time. If you have any advice to them of just doing it, what would it be? Yeah, that's a great question. So I would say that if you think about what your goal is. So for me, I know my goal was mostly, I just want to finish. I want to write something I'm proud of. And if it sells, if it gets out there, that's amazing. But just doing this is such an accomplishment. And so if you know for you that you're writing because you want to get it out there, you want to perfect your craft and um, you enjoy the ride, then go for it. And I would say that you definitely have to be committed. You definitely have to be passionate and it doesn't need to be perfect the first time you try and write it. 
But honestly, I just felt like working with an editor, working with someone who keeps you accountable, that you could show it to, getting friends and family in your court who also can kind of read it and let you know, like, "Mm, I'm not sure about this. One of my friends read an early draft and she's like, I just don't get her motivation for doing this. Like, I don't understand. And I'm like, you know, you're right. And so it helps you see your blind spots. It's definitely a journey, but it's a lot of fun. And then it's great to have it be finished and know that you did it. So yes. Oh yeah. Actually, I lied. That wasn't my last question because I had another (laughs) question. How how does it feel now that it is finished? Like, is it surreal or is it kind of like a relief to you? Like, how does that feel after such a long journey? I totally forgot to ask you this earlier. Yeah. You know, to be honest, I need to kind of take my own advice because I felt like I finished and it was always, okay, what's the next step? You know, it's like, okay, well now I need to get it published and now I need to create a cover and now I need to do this and now I need to try and sell it. Now I'm going to have to organize like a book signing and do this. And so it's kind of, um, I felt like on the one, on the one end of things, it was just such a whirlwind. And then it literally, I finished it like the week before my daughter came. And so then that was a whirlwind. And so I'm kind of, I kind of also need to just sit back and like, celebrate it. And that's yeah. what I'm, I'm hoping to do. Um, so actually I am hosting a, uh, book signing in Grandview in Columbus, Ohio, and, uh, on January 6th. And I'm hoping for that to just be a book celebration to invite people and have food and wine and, you know, make it like a cheers. This happened kind yes. of, a thing. but yeah, when I do think about my book and I do hold it and I kind of like leaf through it, it's just like, Oh my gosh, you know, it's very <laughs> cool. Um, my husband was really funny when the book first arrived and I was like showing it to him like, oh my gosh, look at this. I wrote this. And I'm like, what do you think? What do you think? And he's like, it looks like a book. And I'm like, oh okay. my gosh. He's just, I'm like, well, what does that mean? He's like, I mean, it looks like a real book. Like uh, it does. And I'm like, but like, this is my book. Isn't that exciting? He's like, it is. It, it's like a book. And I'm like, all right. He doesn't, you know. <laughs> He's as he's an engineer and very like, no, this is the greatest compliment I can give you. It looks like a book. Yeah. Like I get it, but I wanted more energy or something. Exactly. Yeah. Um, They never give us the reactions that we want. Yeah. Yeah. It's very like logical. Like, okay, yes, it is a book. So that's good. Um, and it also was just honestly, I'd say one of the biggest celebratory moments was when I um sent it out and asked, you know, some people I knew and other people, random people to read it and leave reviews. And I also sent it to a literary critic (coughs) and all those people kind of at the same time. And like within those next couple of weeks, just constantly getting back like really positive reviews. I mean, I got like a five out of five from the literary critic won, you know, won their gold awards. Um, Friends were all like, oh my gosh, this is so good. Uh, and so that was really amazing, um, to hear from everyone that positive feedback. I think that my biggest challenge is it's a young adult book and I honestly don't know that many young adults at this point. And so I want to get it in front of that target audience and get some more of their reviews because so far it's been mostly adults who have read and reviewed the book, which is amazing. And I'm so glad there's that positive feedback. Uh, and I'm excited for that next step as well. Perfect. I'm so happy for you. And we'll obviously blast it on all the Facebook book groups that we're in and try and get more people to buy and review that might be in the (laughs) age range that you're looking for. That would be Um, great. (laughs) But we really appreciate you coming on and chatting with us and telling us all about your journey. And 
dealing with our chaoticness. <laughs> no, I love it. Those were fantastic questions. It was so fun chatting with you both as well. And thank you too for, I know my daughter here in the back oh, and, um, yeah. but yeah, this was very nice. Thank you. Of course. I hope thank you have you a great day. Well. Thanks. You too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye.